Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Are you able to hear me now? Can everyone hear me now? Yes. There we go. Yay. Okay. We've got a call. (laughs) All right. So what I was saying is welcome, everyone, to How to Do Business with Friends Happily. If you are uh, on a speakerphone, would you please come off the speakerphone uh, or mute your line so that we can keep the lines clear? And if you're on a headset, might be better to also mute your line. And this call, this coaching session, which is our monthly Attraction Circle Power Hour call, hosted by me, Stacey Hall, is all about busting through the myth that we cannot do business with our friends. You know, we've been taught that. Never to do business with friends. How many of you have ever heard that? Anyone? Absolutely. Okay. So let's think about this. If we can't do business with friends, then we should probably not even talk to them about our business and what's going on in our business because they might want to get involved. But if we can't do business with them, we wouldn't want to put them in that position so then we don't wind up talking to our friends 
about what's going on in our business. Yes or yes? Anyone? Yes. Yes, thank you. I didn't think you were all muted. Okay, so that leaves us to have to constantly go out and build relationships with other people who we don't already know, which takes a much longer time and often can prove to be so frustrating and so energy draining that we lose enthusiasm for our business. Yes or yes? Yes. 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 No. Yes. What are y'all feeling about what I just said? Is that true? If it's not true, tell me why it's not true. And if it is true, simply please just say yes. So I, I'm making sure that the phone lines are still open. Yes. Thank you. Because the rest of you are not sure if you're hearing me or not. So we'll just keep going. I can hear well, you, Daisy. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for the confirmation. So with that, My purpose for this call is to talk about how do we share our business with our friends? How do we get their support? Even if they don't want to buy our product, they may still want to let other people know about us. If it wasn't for my friends wanting people to know about me, my business wouldn't be anywhere near what is none of my businesses. So friends are where we're meant to start, not to avoid. Let's all just go, yay, big yay. 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 I heard it. Okay, good. So I have received some questions from folks in our group when I was promoting this event. And I'm going to start with those questions. And if there's time left over, then we'll take some more questions. So the first question I received is, let's see, where are those questions? They are right here. Is, If one is using social media and focusing on building current relationships, meaning people they already know or are connected to, and one intends to use the system to meet lots of new people in person each day, how could those two people support each other in their common goal of growing their teams without a strong understanding of each other's system. Well, first, related to that question, what I hear there is that two friends supporting each other in doing their businesses in different ways. That's not one person doing business with one the same other person or them doing their businesses back and forth with each other. So what we call that when one person is supporting another person and that person is supporting the other is an accountability partnership. That means we've attracted to us people who are like mastermind partners with us. And a mastermind partner is somebody we can brainstorm with, we can share our frustrations with, we can let our hair down with, and will be there to support us in achieving the goals we choose to be accountable for with ideas and inspiration. So I don't feel that it's necessary that either one of them completely understand the other's business in that particular case. What is necessary is that we be there to be a hand to hold and perhaps if I don't know anything about social media and my friend wants to know, maybe I know somebody 
who knows about social media, and I could make a connection for them. I could share my friend with this other friend, and they can become friends. So I'm just curious if anyone on this call feels differently. Do you think you have to know everything about someone else's business in order to be of support to them? Anyone? I don't think so. I don't think you have to know everything about their business in order to be supportive. Okay, who are we chatting with? That's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Yeah, so let's say you were in that position. Maybe you're supporting, you're an accountability partner to someone. They're coming to you with an issue or a problem that you don't know how to solve. What would you say to them or what could you do? I would probably approach it with questions to brainstorm ideas and how to come around what the issues are, and then maybe try to relate it back to something in my business or a situation where I might have dealt with something similar. But it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the right answer, just starting conversation. Right. I love that. Telling a personal story of the time when you were in the same situation and how you got past it could just be all that the person needs is encouragement that they will get past it. Or mm-hmm. asking questions, you know, well, how would you want it to be? And where are you feeling like you're stuck and you don't know somebody? Well, where could you possibly meet somebody that could give you support with that? So I mm-hmm. me, that's, that's how to resolve that. And that is two friends being of support to each other in their separate businesses. Anybody have anything else they want to share there? I'm also going to do a shout-out to Brenda Weiner is the Chi2B Certified Coach, and Joan uh, Brunzel-Mara, who is in training to be a Chi2B Coach. Joan and Brenda, anything you'd like to add on to what Jessica shared? Stacey, this is Brenda, and I agree that um, we don't have to to know everything because it – I think sometimes not knowing everything can, at least from my perspective, can spark new ideas that I may not have thought of before. Absolutely. Okay, great. And Joan, if you are able to come off of you, able to share, we'd love to hear from you too. And if not anyone else has anything that the sparks for them you'd like to share or add. We're good? Good on this question? If we're good, just say yes. 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 Okay, got a lot of folks still on mute. You're still here, so I trust it's good. We're going to keep on going. All right, I have a question from Jenny, and she asked me to touch on how do you sustain your business when we bring family members on board? And... She says hers are pretty positive, but she knows other people for whom that's not the case. And then I'm going to tie this in with a question from Jamie who asked, um, how does she encourage the use of products family members and friends have ordered without seeming to nag? And the two, the answer to both of those is very similar. It all starts at the beginning. It all begins with what are the agreements we have with our friends and family members when they come on board to our business? Why are they choosing to participate with us? Are they here just because they want to see us succeed and they think if they order one time, that will help us out. I have a friend who did that. She knew I was close to achieving a goal and I was masterminding with her. She was an accountability partner. And she said to me, Stacy, would it help you if I place an order this month? I said, every order would help me. Um, what is your plan, though? Is it just a one-time order? Do you really want what I'm selling? She really wanted it. She said she had heard me talk about it. She's CD used it. She was interested. And she said, 
I'm just going to order this. If I order anything else in the future, that will be a bonus for you. And I'd like to help you out this month. Okay, we have an agreement. I'm not going to keep encouraging her to order. We're going to keep our friendship. I'm going to continue to use my products around her when she feels like she would enjoy purchasing something else, she'll let me know. That's one experience. And our friendship continues to grow and blossom, and it's great because I know what to expect from her. I had a family member who asked me to please send them products. They love them. They wanted to explore them. They don't like the Internet. They didn't want to place their own orders. So I didn't open an account for them that I would manage. When I feel there's something they would enjoy, I, I order it and I send it to them. There's no business being done. It's just me sending gifts to a family member. That said, I have another family member who's one of my strongest business builders. We crafted what it would look like at the beginning. Did she want to buy products just for herself? Did she know people that she wanted to share our products with? She already had a growing business. I asked her how would these products enhance her business or would it take her away from doing the other business? Because if somebody already has a business growing and they don't see how to combine our business with their business, what feels like a good idea can very easily become a bad idea. And then both parties get embarrassed because we don't want to tell each other that we're not meeting each other's agreement. So I do that all at the beginning. I ask, how did she want me to be of support to her? I have a private group on Facebook for the folks who choose to be very actively involved with my products that I represent. I asked her, did she want to be a part of that group so that she was continuously getting updates? She does. I keep a watch on her line because she doesn't always remember to check it, but she always wants to know what's happening with her team. So I send her text to let her know. And she is actually sharing the product, not me. So as you can see, it all depends on what we agree to at the very beginning that makes it possible to sustain the friendship without nagging. So I'm wondering, Brenda, anything you want to add on to what I've just shared before I open up the phone line for questions or comments here? Well, it definitely has supported me to have those conversations on the front side. And I will say that I do have um, some family members where I have, prior to knowing about creating harmoniously powerful agreements with them, had um, set up accounts with, you know, where they had um, chosen to set up an account with me through an MLM company. And once I learned about harmoniously powerful agreements, I actually went back to them and said, hey, you know what, I've learned this new technique and I feel it would be really beneficial for us to, you know, basically start fresh with what kind of support, if any, do you want from me and what does this look like going forward? So with new people and new family members, now that I have this tool, it's been fabulous. I do it right off the bat. And I also found it very beneficial to go back to existing family members and friends and reestablish a clean slate with them using the same technique. Beautiful. And you responded by sharing uh, what one of the tips that is in my book. 
she to be, which means the energy to be successful, to be well, to be happy, to be purposeful, to be prosperous. There's 11 very specific approaches to life and to others, one of them being harmoniously powerful agreements, which comes from the four agreements, to be impeccable, to not make assumptions, to not take things personally, and to always do our best. And that's what I find, that people don't follow those four basic agreements in communication with each other. So if we're able to do that at the beginning, so much better. If the relationship has already begun and we never asked that before, it's not too late. To just simply pick up the phone or invite someone for tea or coffee and say, hey, I'm just curious, have you been enjoying the product you bought from me? I'd love to know. What are your feelings about it? If you're not using it, is it because I didn't give you enough information for how to use it? If you are using it, you didn't really get benefit out of it, that's okay. Just tell me how you were using it. Maybe I didn't explain it well enough. Do you see yourself ever wanting to purchase again? It doesn't matter to me either way. Just would like to know. And if you do, what would be the products you'd be interested in? For you or for your family or for your pets, kids? Help me understand how I can support you with this. That's usually the question I say. Help me understand how I can support you with this. And then they feel free to be able to tell the truth that they want more, or they're good, they're satisfied. And either way, if they're good, I'll say fabulous. Well, at least now you know what I'm up to. I may be asking you for input and suggestions down the road to help me move forward. And people who love us love to give their input, so that will make them happy, most likely. And then I might also say, and if you ever come across somebody that you feel could benefit from this, now you've got more experience and you can send them my way. And now they feel good because you're off their back and they can still have some possibilities of how to be support to us, which is what they want because they love us. I'm going to talk about the people who don't love us in just a little bit. This is those people who really want to be of support to us, but they're just not really into the product we're selling. So I'm curious if this opens anything up for anyone. Did anyone feel more enthusiastic as you consider going forward? Did it lower your energy, what I offered? Are you confused? Do you have a question or a comment? Would you please step into the circle and have a chat with me here? Who'd like to chat with me? I am I know you're all here. I can see you. If you can hear me, because now I'm just concerned you can't hear me again. Would you please say yes, I can hear you? Yes, yes I can I hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Thank you. So that tells me that you're all here and that you came to this call to get something. If you got something out of what I just shared and you're completely satisfied with that conversation, would you just say, I am satisfied? I am satisfied. I am satisfied. Okay, so that's not all of you. If you're not satisfied, how help me help you? How can I be of the greatest help to you? What would you like to know? 
What challenges have you been experiencing? Stacey, this is Brenda. I'll I'll yeah. throw one out there for a topic of conversation. Um, I happen to, and and this was something that um, you know has been a past experience for me. Was people thought that the product I was offering was a little maybe say edgy or out of their comfort zone. And partly what I was doing was um, anticipating that they were going to feel that way. And and so then I was holding myself back from sharing. So do you have any tips or ideas um, to offer in that type of a situation? Because I can only imagine that maybe that is still something that is happening for some people. I, I bet it is, and Brenda, I'd be happy to. Since you broke through that, what did you discover? Well, how did you now pass that? Yes. So for for myself personally, I realized that I was making an assumption about how they would respond to the product that I was offering, and so for me, I did some personal emotional clutter clearing and got over my fear of sharing about my product and really just started sharing from, you know what, I love this product and I'd love to just share with you a little bit about how it's been supporting me in achieving whatever my goal was. I, you know, I would, I would give them an example of, of how um, I was looking to achieve something and I had found this particular product to achieve it. And... I know that in past conversations, you've mentioned something similar, and I don't feel that I should be keeping this information to myself. I'd like to share it with you, and then you can make your own decision. And that was very well received. Well, good. Wonderful, because what I heard is authenticity in what you share, is being honest with somebody that I am holding myself back from you because I'm concerned about how you're going to react. And that's exactly what I was doing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that again. The phrase of, dear friend, I noticed I've been holding myself back in some ways from you because I'm concerned. Notice all the I statements. I'm concerned that I might harm our friendship. I might cause... Um, an upset for you. I'm I'm anticipating that if I share something with you, you might not want me to do that. And yet we're friends. And it feels strange to not be able to share with you. So, would it be all right if I tell you what I've been holding back from you? And if you don't want me to share it, after that, then fine, I won't, but at least I will have gotten it out and I won't be assuming that you're not going to like it. How would you feel about that? That is an approach because it's authentic. This morning, I got approached by somebody who is not a friend, but I have had friends do this and it drives me up a wall that they're not being authentic with me. I get a message that says, I'm so excited. I just got involved with this new product or this new company. And I believe that you would want to hear all about it. And so let me know if you do. Do you all know what I'm talking about? Have you all received those messages from the, you know, they're all alive with their new passion? Yes or yes? Yes. Done. Okay, and that is those of you who are here are probably attempting to learn how to not do that. Yes or yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, now we got now we got a call going. Okay, that's not authentic. We can tell they're reading or they're writing directly from a script. But what Brenda's sharing is she noticed. And she couldn't even get herself to say anything because she was already anticipating what someone else was going to say. 
just tell them that. Honestly, tell them, I have something I've been wanting to tell you. I'm concerned about how you might receive it. I'm concerned about how I might say it. I don't want to ruin our friendship. And I'm trusting that our friendship is strong enough that I can at least get it out and then we can get past it. Would you be willing to let me at least say it? Who's not going to do that? Go ahead. Is there a question? I heard a comment. Okay. Maybe if if you're chatting with someone else, would you please mute your mic and we'll go ahead and keep going. So, Brendan, in answer to your question, another way as well is to do something called an informational interview. I'd love to hear about it. Okay, so this is where we're not actually asking anybody to buy anything. Okay, we're not. Informational interviews are often done when people are looking for jobs to get more information. They ask somebody who's in a field they want to be in who doesn't actually have a job to hire them for, if they can just come in and pick their brain to get information about the industry or the field. Well, we could do the same with our friends. If we're truly going into it in a detached way, like we're not trying to manipulate them to buy. But if we approached our friends and said, I want to test out a way of sharing my product with people. I would love to have your input on what it sounds like, what it feels like when I say these things. Would you be willing to be a volunteer for me so I can practice? Or you can give me feedback, like give me information on what it feels like to you when I say these things. Has anyone on this call ever done that? Ask mm-hmm. a friend to simply be an interviewee or a prospect. Yes? Has anyone done that? No. Hello? No? Yeah. No. No. How is that feeling? Is, is anyone starting to get a little enthusiastic about that? Yes, I am. Yes. Hey, who, who's that? Who just said yes, I am? First day, Molly. This Hello? is Brenda, Stacy. Oh, that was Brenda. Okay, good. Someone else said yes, you were getting enthusiastic. Who is that? That was me, Stacy. This is Jamie. Okay, Jamie, what excites you about that? Well, it just seems authentic. It, it's it's like you're sitting down having a regular conversation with someone and you're actually interacting with them instead of, excuse my message um, here, but um, vomiting information all over someone, you know. Um, so it's it's, and you're, you know, you're making the other person feel, you're bringing up their um, vibrations, I guess, is because because you're asking them questions and you're allowing them to have input into what you're, you know, what you're going to do in the future. Yeah, and they're, and I'm going to say as well, Jimmy, they feel good because you, they know you're not trying to sell them. But they have input to help you not be one of those people that nobody likes, right? Right. Right. Yes. Now, now it's a friendship conversation. Now it's a family conversation. Now, whether or not we choose to accept their feedback, that's where not taking it personally comes in. And allow our friends and family to express their opinions. And their thoughts by saying, okay, I'm going to be cheery like this. What do you feel about that? And what it gives us the opportunity to do is another tip that I share in my book, G2B, is create 
what I call a strategic attraction plan. So I mentioned being able to mastermind with people who love us, support us, want to give us input. That's great because those are the people that we can make a list of the qualities about what is it about them that we like. How do they support us? What do they say to us? What do they do for us? That helps us create a plan to attract people just like them. But when we also do informational interviewing, we get a chance to hear feedback from people that may not be as supportive as we would like them to be. That gives us information too. Because we can say to ourselves, okay, I didn't like that answer. That didn't feel good to me. What do I wish that person would have said to me? And what this starts to do is it allows us to not do business with people we won't enjoy doing business with. Remember, like attracts like. And in the early days of my business, if somebody says they like my product and want to do business with me, I didn't ask enough questions. I didn't get to know them. Like, so tell me, what is it about this that excites you? Why would you want to use this product? What are you hoping it's going to do for you? Even asking them, tell me about your family. Would, would they be happy that you purchased this? What about your friends? See, oftentimes we ask them, what about your friends? Because we want to get in there and have them start inviting people to party. Dear ones, until you know what kind of friends they have and their relationship with their friends, that's putting the cart before the horse. Asking them, tell me, would your friends be happy that you purchased this product? will tell us so much. Oh, my husband is not going to be happy with me because he's not into this, yada, yada, yada. Oh, well, then why are you going ahead and doing it? And they'll tell you a whole lot of stuff. Oh, your friends are going to think you're silly? Why? Tell me about your friends. What are they into? Oh, Okay. So they're not interested in anything natural and they, whenever you talk about that, that's, that's interesting, okay? What, if you did hold a party and invited them, would they be likely to come? And you can hear it. They're going to tell you. And in a lot of cases, when you're dealing business with friends already, you already know what the situation is. So let's not put our friends in awkward positions where they want to run from us. Let's talk to them like they're our friends and co-create what works best for us. And then we don't have to worry about nagging. So I'm going to check in again before I go to the next step, which is to stand on a strategic attraction plan. And harmoniously powerful agreements. Any questions, any comments at this point? I would love to make sure that if you've invested your time here, this is proving to be the information you wanted to receive. I'm just going to let there be a moment of silence, see if any questions bubble up. And while we do that, Brenda said you were enthusiastic about the informational interview. Would you like to say more about that? Thank you. Yes. It's um, an approach that um, I think I've skirted around because I, again, am recognizing that in the past, I would have still been bringing those assumptions with me into it. And so... um, there's a few other things in in the book where you um, the book talks about uh, the Chew to Be Achieving Your Ultimate Be All book talks about 
um, clearing emotional clutter. And I've been doing a lot of that. And so that has been very supportive of me. And then secondly, when you were talking about um, getting feedback that maybe made me feel uncomfortable, that um, was another way that I could tune into, okay, what is it about how they're giving me that feedback? And is there, you know, a past experience that I maybe was triggering a recall on? And so um, those are just two things that bubbled up for me. And, uh, you know, I know um, a little bit about the strategic attraction planning process. And so there is a part of it that supports me in looking at myself as well as the other people. So um, I'll leave it there and see if any other questions come up for others, and then we can talk about that as we move forward. Beautiful. Did Brenda share spark anything? Any other questions or comments before we move on? There's plenty of time. All right. If you're good to go forward, just say good to go. Good to go. Anyone else good to go? Good to go. All righty. All right. Let's go forward. So strategic attraction plan begins with the question, who do I want these people to be for me? Who do I want them to be for me? How do I want them to act? What do I want them to say? And if they're not that kind of person already and they're in my life, how would I want them to be different? It's not about changing them. It's about acknowledging to ourselves the kinds of friends that we've been hanging out with if they're not the kinds of friends we really want. And oftentimes, my clients will say to me, well, Stacey, you know, you don't fire friends. You don't say goodbye to family members. Okay, I agree. But the more that we set boundaries of how we choose to be treated and how we choose to be respected, and the kinds of conversations we'll tolerate, our lives can change. And Brenda, I am glad that you're here because I know it's all right for me to ask you this. And I can remember when you first started your coaching with me a couple of years ago, you had a situation where you were going to a family gathering and you dreaded it as you did all family gatherings because there were conversations that you did not want to engage in. Do you remember? Can you remember back that far? Because I know that's not true anymore. Yes, I definitely still, the the feelings are still there, and I know how to um, support myself going forward. So, yes, they don't create the same drama that they did years ago. So what was, can you remember the coaching I gave you, what you chose to do that has shifted? the environment when you go to family gatherings for you now? Well, there's a couple of things. I um, I wrote down um, very specific statements about how I wanted um, conversations to go with my family members. So just as an example, for um, I ha- I'm the oldest of four girls, and a lot of times I would get to a family gathering and I would ask my family members, you know, how are things going? Do you have any vacations planned? Um, You know, how are the children? That kind of thing. And they'd be very willing to, to speak about those things. However, they would never ask me in return. And so one of the specific statements that I wrote down was is that they are willing to ask me how things are going in my life and that they are excited to share um, and to receive what I share with them. And that it's a, it truly is a conversation, a, a two-way conversation. So that's just one specific example um, that comes to mind. 
And I do see that happening all the time. I just had a conversation with my sister the other day. And in the past, it would have been 90% her talking and 10% me talking. (laughs) And this time it was very equal. It was 50-50 and it was beautiful. Fantastic. For me, I have been willing to say to family and to friends, I'm not interested in speaking about whatever it is they're speaking about. I have really done that. That may sound very bitchy. And I'm going to say that I'm not into gossip. And so when I hear people talking about other people, I will say to them, okay, you're telling me about the other person, but what I'd really love to know is how does this affect you? How does this affect you? And that's my way of bringing them back to their feelings, their thoughts. They're speaking about themselves. And I'm not being told in stuff about other people who I may or may not know. Also, if I have allergies, which I do, or some sensitivities, I let my family know. And they used to make me feel uncomfortable because it made them feel uncomfortable. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come over. You don't have to be concerned about my dietary restrictions. I'm going to bring what I want to eat. So there's no issue. And I can tell you on my attraction plan, what I have is that the people I choose to be around speak about themselves only their feelings, their thoughts, their desires, their wishes, their goals, and enjoy having my support in helping them achieve those. And that when we gather, they're very happy to accommodate my allergies and my sensitivity, as I am happy to accommodate their needs. Those are the ways that I take my life that and did in the past because my life now is everything that I just told you. And I took my life the way it was and said how I chose for it to be. I wrote it down and then I answered the question of now who do I want to be? So if I want them to be this way, how do I want to be? Before I did that, I was attracting people who thought it was okay to blame me. When they bought my products, they thought it was okay to blame me that I sold it to them. Has anyone ever been blamed for selling something to somebody? Just curious. Have you ever been the, like instead of them owning what they did, they blamed you? Or am I the only one? Oh, no, I've had that happen. You mean like they would not have bought it unless you said something or sold it to them? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't like it. It's your fault that they bought. Oh. Oh, All the time. All the time. Okay. That's because I was not being clear that I don't sell anything to anyone. I offer, I invite, I share. And the people who are perfect for me to be around hear it that way. I don't attract those people anymore because I used to think it was my job to sell. And those were the kinds of people I attracted. People who wanted to be sold so they didn't have to take responsibility for themselves. When I started creating my strategic attraction plan, who I am and who I want people to expect of me is I simply share, I invite, I explore, and I trust that other people are mature enough to make their own decisions. That's who's in my life. Those are the people who show up to buy from me. It has been years since I've had anybody blame me for anything they purchased. Now, does that mean they always love the product? Not always. And I can tell you that I can't remember the last time anybody's returned anything either, and I haven't lost friends over that. Not in TV, 
and not in my other company. They may choose that there's nothing more for them to do or nothing more for them to buy, but it's been close to two years since I've had anybody blame me for selling them something. And my life is just so much happier as a result. So as we start to come to the end here, if you don't know how and you would love to be able to create your own strategic attraction plan and then learn how to stay true to it, because it's one thing to write things down and it's another thing to stay true to what we've said we want. Do you all agree with that? It's one thing to write it down, it's another thing to stay true to it. Yes or yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you three options. I could only give you two, but I believe in abundance. So I'm going to give you three. So now you know that I'm about to invite you to explore. I'm offering three things to you. And I trust that you all know what works best for you and you'll make your own choices. And we'll still be friends on the other side. And just remember that when we start to change our life, what we're actually changing first is our own brain neural pathway. We were taught to think a certain way That doesn't mean that's the only way to think. If we choose to think a different way, what we're actually doing is creating a new neural pathway. What I like to think of a neural superhighway that gets us to our goals with velocity and ease rather than the old crickety, rackety roads full of potholes and dilapidated bridges that is really unsafe to travel, but it's the only one we knew. We're ready to invite you to start playing with a new way of getting to your goal. And it takes, please write this down, it takes 66 to 180 days to build that new highway. Not 21 days, as we were taught. Lots of research, scientists have shown it will take between 66 to 180 conscious days all day long remembering we're creating a new superhighway before we can actually consistently travel down it and leave the other one behind. So the first offer, invitation is, if you don't have my book, She, C-H-I-T-O-D-E, She is Energy, is the book I wrote after I got mad at God because I was in bed for two years and three months, having given up my my first business because I wound up doing business with someone who was not a friend thinking I could transform our relationship into a friendship. Not going to do that ever again. Anyways, it it debilitated me so much energetically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even physically. And I couldn't figure out what I had done wrong. Well, once I prayed to God earnestly, I was given answers and tools of how not to do it again, what to do instead. That's my book, G2B. And it's the number one Amazon bestseller twice. And if you would like the tips that I got from God, I promised God I would write it down and share it. So that's why I'm inviting you to have the book. Paperback or Kindle doesn't matter. It's even in audio form if you prefer to listen to audio. Go to Amazon or go to g2b.com 
and look at my book. And in it, I have a chapter on how to create a strategic attraction plan. I even give you a sample plan to follow. I have a chapter on harmoniously powerful agreements. And I have a chapter on accountability partnerships. So three of the topics we've explored today are in that book. Plus, eight more topics we don't have time to discuss today. If you want more or you already have the book, then I'm going to invite you to participate with me in a special VIP group called the Strategic Attraction Planning Group. These are people who really want to master the attraction planning process. And I recorded six hours of instruction for you. Do you have to do them in six hours? No. It can take a whole year to do it. Only depends on how fast you really want to create your attraction plan. And if you'd like to know more about that, I recorded a video as well as more information at theanattractionmaster.com. Theanattractionmaster.com. E-E-A-N, attractionmaster.com. If you choose to purchase that, there's lots of bonuses and you'll get access to the VIP group. So let's just say, like, if you're just tipping your toe in the water and you want the basics, get the book. If you want the deluxe package, the premium package, be an attraction master. You get it all. If you want something in between, both price-wise and information-wise, then I would say participate in the Achieve Success in 60 Days or Less group. It's a VIP group as well. And there I'm answering questions about what you're reading in the book and I give more information about each chapter in six hours of audio. And there's six hours of audios that give more information that's in the book about each of the chapters in the book and how to utilize them. And I have a special Black Friday sale, even though it's Wednesday. So I like to call it a Green Wednesday sale. If you go to she2be.com, in the cheese store and you select the book, you use the link to purchase the book, you're going to get 50% off the book today, Green Wednesday. If you go to beanattractionmaster.com, you're going to see that the price is normally $297. You can get it on Green Wednesday for $179. And for the Achieve Success in 60 Days or Less, I'm going to give you a special link in the event page for today's call. And instead of $359, which is what it will be in January, where I officially launch it, you can get it for $99 today on Green Wednesday. I will put all the links in our event page. And as we wrap up today, I would love for you to know that you be here with me for this entire conversation has thrilled me with joy. And as I like to say, she likes. Because doing business with friends is the way we were meant to do it. Whether they buy directly from us or they support us and be more successful by inviting us to know their friends who would want to buy from us. It is what feels the best in my body, and I bet it does in yours as well. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for writing the chi, and thank you for doing business with friends. Bye, everyone. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.